Hello, Shaky Town Radio listeners. This is Brody Foster Hubbard. In a few minutes, you'll hear Gene George and I chat with Zach Ames and Chantel Patterson from the band Ogre Mage. But first, I wanted to remind you that Well of the Beast is finally coming out. Uh, this is a film by Emmett Casey. He was our guest a few weeks ago, and I have a role in the film. It is going to be screening at the Echo Park Film Center on Friday, September 30th, 8 p.m. It's a $5 donation at the door. Emmett will be there. I will be there. I think Gene might even be there, so you can come up and say hey. So for more information, go to wellofthebeast.com or echoparkfilmcenter.org. Now a quick word from Gene about donations. Hey, everybody. This is Gene. Uh, we've set up a donation station at shakytownradio.com slash donate for you to donate money to us if you like our show. Um, you can also click the donate button on the Shakytown Radio. It's really easy to do via PayPal. Um, we'd like to thank everyone who's donated in the past and look forward to bringing you more Shakytown Radio in the future. Shake Town Radio Hour is on the air. I'm Gene George. I'm Brody Foster Hubbard. Uh-huh. Doors are locked. The alarm is on. We're <laughs> trapped in here. And nobody's getting out until a podcast is made. Well, so uh, technically I think we're done. <laughs> we, could, we could all leave, right? We could go out, maybe. Well, wait, wait, wait. Till it's made or until it's like made, edited, and posted? Uh, like it's made, like uh, in the can, the, like raw footage. I meant made in the La Cosa Nostra sense. Okay, so it's 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 earned it's 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 earned its uh, uh, what's the what's the word? It, well, earning your bones is when you actually making your bones. Making your bones is when you actually kill up somebody. Yeah, no, no, but uh, I don't know what the. I think there's well, let's ask our guest. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, uh, joining us is uh, two of what five hundred people in Ogre Mage. How many yeah. people are in the band? There's five. Okay. There's five of us, yeah. We're five piece. All right. And uh, it's a it's a Zach Ames and Chantel Patterson. Patterson. Yeah. Um, Welcome to Shaky Town Studio and Shaky Town Radio. The, the beautiful Shaky Town Studios. Yeah, thanks for having I am totally impressed. Very nice. This, this doesn't you. look half as shitty as it did before. Well, that's because we moved all of Megan's <laughs> San Jose storage space garbage into the. <laughs> The closet, which is about to burst at any moment. Is it like Fibber McGee's closet, <laughs> to use a radio analogy that no one will get? <laughs> I certainly don't get it. I didn't either. Okay. Everybody go look that up on the internet, and then we'll come back. So, Zach Chantel, the process of being made into La Cosa Nostra, what can you, how can you speak to that? Uh, I, don't, I don't speak Spanish. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Isn't there, isn't the Omerta part of that, isn't that the, the oath... The yeah. Oath, also a band. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Power Bands Band what up, by ex-members Charles Bronson. <laughs> Ogre Mage is a band. Yes. yes. Let's talk yes, a little about that. Let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> that we came here to do. <laughs> Where it's not all pumpkin bars and Chinese crackers. That's right. Although we have those here too. Yes. Now, Zach, you started the project in Chattanooga? Um, yeah, I... Uh... I tried to start the band in Chattanooga in like 2006. Or 2000... No, like late... Yeah, like 2006, 2007, something like that. But then, like, we had, like, one practice, and, like, it was bad. It was, it was like, really bad. And I was like, all right, I'm just kind of, like, shelved it. And then 
Shelf, shelf with an F. Yeah. Shelf. It's really funny how I've... I've Is it shelf apostrophe D? <laughs> yeah. Shelf duh. I have attempted so many bands that died in that mm. first practice. All the bands I've ever been in are, yeah. are those bands. Yeah. Yeah, but it's one of those things where I was like, well, I know it's a good idea, so I just always like kept it in the back of my mind. I was like, all right, this is something I want to do at some point. So the idea behind uh, Ogre Mage, for those folks who, who haven't uh, uh, heard or, or know about it, is you wanted to take a, 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 a like rock and roll band and strip away everything that's sexy about it. Yes. By adding <laughs> D&D references, right? <laughs> well... <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, you know, like, one of my favorite bands is Queen, and if you listen to, like, early Queen, like, they play fan, like, every oh, yeah, one of their yeah. songs is, like, Ogre Battle or, like, the White Queen. Seven or, Seas of Rye. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like, it's, just, it's, it's like the opening campaign, it's like, it's like the first game in a, in a really shitty D&D campaign with, like, a DM who can't really, like, mm-hmm. you know, explaining these, like, crappy fantasy things, and you're like, oh, God, oh, so, this uh, is a good band? Why? <laughs> Why does anyone like Queen? Yeah, I love them. <laughs> I love them. I love there's, them. Um, but, you know, there's, like, a long tradition of, like, you know, there's, like, all those, like, 70s, like, hard rock bands, and it's like, all right, well, like, all right, they have, like, all these songs, and, like, the last, like, two songs on the album are, like, about Lord of the Rings. Or Dragons, yeah. That's or Dragons, right. or, like, or, like, the Emerald by Thin Lizzy, you know. I can't remember whose joke it is, but it, uh, Led Zeppelin songs are about fucking or dragons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or fucking dragons. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense now. Or dragons fucking. <laughs> I would say that's probably more likely. So when did you come from Chattanooga to Los Angeles? Uh, I moved here uh, in like 2007. Okay. Or, I, no, like, or January 2008, because I graduated college in 2007. And then I got this like kind of bullshit internship at like a development place. Uh, so I moved here and I was like, all right, I'm going to get into development and change the world and like right. get, make like good movies happen. And <laughs> then I got there and it was just like the worst thing that I've ever been a part of. Yeah. So yeah, that's why I moved to Los Angeles. You've, you've greenlighted the last seven Adam Sandler movies, exactly. haven't you? <laughs> we were just talking about Adam Sandler. Not to, not to completely change. Were we, we, you and I? No, um, I, my, my good lady wife and I. Okay. Um, how did that ever come up? Anyway. Uh, I, oh, 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 oh. I realized that, um, what's her name, the mom on uh, Modern Family was in Happy Gilmore. Oh, yeah, that was back when, that was back when Happy, or when uh, Adam Sandler was making funny movies, and she's like, I don't think that ever happened. I'm like, no, there were a few of them. <laughs> I liked funny people, but that's really uh, more I a Judd people. Apatow movie I did, I liked it. Adam Sandler I movie. Uh, unless, unless anyone involved in it was listening, then I love them. <laughs> Not everyone is listening. No, yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, it was okay. It just wasn't my thing. Meh. What? I just had to watch, uh, you know, Aziz do the Randy character a hundred million times. And then watch it again on Oh, on it, film. from like going to comedy Death Ray? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. comedy Bang Bang? No, it was Death Ray back then. Death it Ray. still is to me. Mm-hmm. I, I was almost about to flip the microphone off. <laughs> uh, anyway. So, where were we? We're talking about. I was just so down that rabbit hole of wanting to flip the microphone off. So, so angry. So development being for those who don't know the the process by which movies by which scripts get turned into actual production. Right. So I, yeah, I was I was interning at um, Focus Features and Rogue Pictures, and uh, so you know, it was like really fancy. I'm like kid from Tennessee. It's like it's on the Universal lot, and I was like really excited. And then like I worked there for a while, and like at first off, I just like. Movie executives, like, don't, none of them care. Like, they want to, they just want to, like, party and, like, that's it. Like, they just want to, like, live a lavish lifestyle. But, 
So like every decision they make is completely arbitrary. Like they don't they don't care about any project they're working on, but they have to give notes and act like they care because that's how they get to like do coke and bang hookers every night. Right. So which in theory sounds really awesome. <laughs> I wish I could phone my job in and get lavish amounts of money. Yeah, it's it's awful. It really is. It's just a. T- it's just it's it's like the opposite of a positive creative environment. It's mm. a negative uncreative environment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. So right. so were you were you the the, the other members and Shant- you were in uh, Northern California. Yes. You're from the Bay Area. Yes. Originally, like all um, your life up till you were here, or did yes. you? Yes, oh, yeah, all my life. Yeah, I was born up there in Vallejo. Right. Yeah. With your mom and pop. Yeah, mom <laughs> with mom. Oh. Yeah, with my mom. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, I moved here about four years ago. Now, at the point you, um, what, what you when you came out here, you, you know, you're a teacher. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, were you? What was your reason for moving to Los Angeles? Well, I actually had moved here before. I had been here about nine months. I had moved down here with a band, another band. Not a, not as good as Overload. <laughs> Definitely not as good. And, and you wow. Like, <laughs> that's a, wow. Good plug. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so, yeah, I was with them for a while, and then it just didn't work out. And then um, ended up moving back home and got my teaching degree and, and went to um, I went to a psychic institute for a while. And, yeah, and then I came back. Just actually... I came because of a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Sort of moved here again. Now, you you buried the lead there a little bit. Psych- yeah, Psych- well, Psychic yeah. Institute. Tell us a little bit about Psychic Institute. Chantel's the only one of the only member of the band that's actually been on primetime television. Yes, yes. I thought you were going to say the only one, member of the band that's a magic user. Yeah. <laughs> Pardon me, psionicist. Well, yeah. 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 Um, yeah I. Um, I belong to the Berkeley Psychic Institute and um, I'm actually studying to be a teacher there right now and I have gone through their clairvoyant program and other programs and yeah I have been doing it for several years and now that's all based in the Bay Area is, is there something you plugged into here as um, far as an organization yeah a little bit there's there are organizations here they're not as big um, for me I don't know I'm, I have friends that do things here and um, but I usually do everything online, actually, to be okay. honest. So I teach online and um, do readings and different things online. Okay. So. Yeah. so at the point that you and Zach meet, mm-hmm. now, Zach, what was going on with the band at that time? Um, you were still trying to kind of fill out the personnel. You yeah, were looking yeah. for a drummer. Yeah, we were trying to figure out people. Tom had actually done Chantel's headshots, mm-hmm. and we just needed a drummer, and he was like, oh, I know a drummer. So so then we just had her come right. try out. So yeah, actually, that's right, because you and Tom had met at a party. Yes, we had, yes. And and, and you were telling me that you struck up a conversation and about, and he was telling me about the looking for a drummer, and mm-hmm. like, I'm drumming. So. Yeah, yeah, and he wanted to jam. He's like, yeah, we should jam sometime. So. Yeah, yeah, totally. So it, you know, it worked out really well. I think you know, everyone that in the band is the best people we could have gotten. So... No, I mean I'm serious. I keep I keep really wanting to give you shit. Like, no, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> no, I mean I'm serious. Yeah, like every I mean everyone in the band was our first choice. Like there, you know, there wasn't like a lengthy audition process or anything like that. We basically like each person we tried them out and like, all right, well you're in. You're really done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we're not too picky. Or, I mean, I mean picky enough, but uh, <laughs> you know what I mean. No, please elaborate. Yeah, I remember you guys calling me and being like, hey, you got to audition. And 
I was like up north, and uh-huh. it was like for three weeks. I was up north. Like, um, when are you gonna come and audition? We're waiting for you to audition. Oh yeah, it was, <laughs> it was pretty. It's really nice. So, so. It, the whole the whole audition thing was weird because there's actually people like we basically just auditioned the people like our first choices, and then there was like other people. There was there were some people. I'm not gonna <laughs> name any names, but there were some people that were like upset with us that they didn't get an audition. And it's like, oh, you're upset with us that we didn't waste your time because you weren't. You like, were really under consideration. Yeah, and 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 really, honestly, like like you know, like some of the people that wanted to be in the band are like were like already like successful actors and stuff, and it's just like you don't you don't have time to do this, right? Like why like why are you even you know? It's ridiculous. <laughs> you say but, that I just imagine Robert De Niro being like yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I did a Robert De Niro kind of shrug, which isn't translated yeah, on just, the podcast. Either. He just kept calling me, and I was, I had to, you know, I was like, Bobby, if you don't stop calling me, I'm gonna have to block your number. <laughs> I I got nothing on the De Niro thing. You did it. You did the shrug. I was gonna do the shrug. But what would Rodney Dangerfield sound like? Do that. If you were calling not, for an audition. I am not going to do that. No. It's a magical band. It he's is. A, a, he's a ghost. <clears throat> he is a ghost. Is he a ghost, though? I, we've established that in the canon of Shaky Town Radio. Well, but, uh, you know, he could be some other form of undead. Yeah, he, yeah he, just he, a spirit. He might be in hell. He could be an <laughs> angel. Might be. Yeah. Well, you're not going to be, you can't be in hell and a ghost at the same time. <laughs> Maybe, oh. No, that's, that's, true. that's No, you that's know what? True. You can't. <laughs> I agree. Wait. How does that work? I what? guess you could, well, yeah, he couldn't be a ghost. Maybe you could. I don't know. No, a ghost is, a ghost would, in my opinion, a ghost would be a spirit that's trapped on on the planet Earth. Yes. Uh-huh. I think once it goes to heaven, it would be an angel. And then once it goes to hell, it's uh, damned. Right? Sure. Sure. I'm not religious at all, so... <laughs> so <laughs> not, like, believe, me, believe you me, I don't think it makes a difference when you're discussing this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, but I would picture if, if Rodney Dangerfield was in hell, he would probably... Be, uh, organized. It would sound a little something <laughs> no, I'm not, like this. I'm not gonna do that. Did, uh, did he play the devil in some movie? He uh, should have. If he didn't, he, he should so. have. Bill Cosby did in some movie. Oh yeah, that's what? right. That's right. Ghost Dad too? No, no, earlier than that. <laughs> I think you're thinking of Leonard Part Six. Yes, <laughs> Ghost Dad Part Two. Jesus, if they made a Part Two of that, you probably greenlit that. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn development. <laughs> God damn it. Um. Chantel as a yes as a psychic yes. you have an as official a, position as a it? trained on, psychic on ghosts yes yes oh yeah um my well you know everybody's this is my opinion is that everybody's view on whatever they feel is there it's true so um my opinion may not be your opinion but mm-hmm. um ghosts I think people get stuck you know they get stuck on certain things spirits if they die or people when they die they get stuck on like. Maybe something they didn't do and finish in their lifetime. Okay. And so that's kind of what I think a ghost is. I used to be a ghost hunter in high school. Did you know? Yeah. <laughs> a paranormal investigator. Yes. That's awesome. Now <laughs> we never found anything. A ghost. <laughs> see, there's a there's a semantic difference between ghost hunting and ghost busting. Now I think is ghost ghost busting is where you actually capture the ghost. Okay. Ghost hunting is where you catch and release the ghost, ghost right? Ghost busting is for trust fund kids. I can't afford that. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you could rig something up. No, I yeah, I used to ghost hunt when I was in high school and it wasn't like it was more of a I always like 
I, I didn't get a, it was all Wiccans that I did it with, and I did not get along with them very well. <laughs> is there there's is there tension between the, the Wiccan and psychic factions? Yeah, a little bit. Yes. Yeah. 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 You know, we don't believe okay. in the same things now. Hmm. And my guess would be, and you can tell me <laughs> sure, if I'm sure, wrong, sure. that Wiccans would approach it more as a religion, whereas Psychics would approach it as more of a science or a craft. Um, it's we're non-denominational, basically. Yeah. So I mean, Wiccans could be psychics and do the psychic stuff. Just we're not, you know, forcing the religion on things. I think there would be some more like Stevie Nicks style clothing, (laughs) shawls and caftans or something. Right. Basically, Wiccans are the juggalos of the spirit world. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, nice. Nice. That explains all the Fago and all the wicked rituals that exactly. I went to. There's actually probably a lot of uh, cross between those two uh, culture groups. It wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> the, the Venn diagrams. Yeah. yeah. Christ. Wiccans are like into making things like they force things to happen, kind of like they're like manipulate things. It's what I, is how I see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like jugglers. Like jugglers. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I had a, magnets. I, how do they work? I had, a, I had a friend in high school that would claim that he could uh, change stoplights. Like if he was at a red light, he could make it turn green faster. Uh-huh. I was like, they at a minimum. They, it, it, sometimes it takes a minute, maybe two, <laughs> but it happens every time. Yeah. It's like, yeah, those, those do that. They're on a computer. Like they're... Right, right. right. <laughs> yeah. If you have one that's like hardwired to be either green or red, <laughs> and you can change that, maybe. <laughs> Correlation is not causation, my friend. The, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it takes a minute. <laughs> I can but, even make the little little green light, <laughs> the little walk sign. Yeah, we, we didn't get along, though, because I... Because I was genuinely interested in ghost hunting as, like, a, I want to, like, learn about this. Like, this is something right. that interests me. Right. And, not as a pastime, not as some, like, yeah, it, hiker. No, but I, so I always, I, you know, as dumb as it sounds, I would always try and approach it from, like, the most scientific perspective that I could, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, which, like, didn't go well with the Wiggins. They didn't right. go for that. Because right. they'd be like, oh, this picture has, like, a, a ball in it. And I was like, well, that's a bug or dust or, like, lens flare or, like, any of these other things. And they'd be like, no, it's a ghost. And I was like, you're... Dumb. At that point, I probably would have been just hitting people with things. Yeah, yeah. So you're, you're a better man than I. We can get along very well. So I would have ended up being a Wiccan hunter. More <laughs> properly, a what is it? Uh, Malleus Maleficarum, the Hammer of Witches. <laughs> a witch hunter. I think how come no one's made a horror movie where somebody kills off a bunch of ghost hunters? They probably have, haven't they? I need to. I need to get on the horn. Wouldn't that be kind of like the Blair Witch friends. Project that has both ghosts, witches, and witch hunters? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And documentary filmmakers. Mm-hmm. This That's one I of my brings, favorite documentaries. This brings to mind. Uh, let me just throw this out there randomly. Uh, have any of you enjoyed the show Death Valley? I've never heard no. of it. No. So this. Why are you talking about that? Yeah. 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 Um, I don't think we've talked about it on mic. But no, we talked about it on the way over to Jackie Cation's house. Actually. Yes, we were talking about is it Texas like, Battle. Is it like Meerkat Manor except for vultures? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. It's a um, it's Reno nine one one meets True Blood. Okay. It's it's basically and a little. We gotta get Texas guess. Battle on this show. Is it is it a web we series do. or is it on TV? Proper? It's a te- television series. That's actually. Um, there should be it's on TV, right? Yeah, yeah. The music television, yeah, let's just Hulu it right here. Well, no, the, the people behind <laughs> we'll it are like... We'll come back in a second. <laughs> no, no, I think we'll do this on mic. Okay. <laughs> um, the, the, well, the show was... Um, it's uh, Spider-One from his Rob Zombie's brother. 
Spider One from the band Power Man 5000, who you may remember from the hit single When Worlds Collide. It was his... Sto- or, or not. <laughs> it was his story idea, but it's... Um, it's it's Eric Weinberg and, uh, from Scrubs. He was he did work at Scrubs. It, like it's funnier die people are involved in it somehow. Oh, all right. Um, but it yeah it's it's a, a it's val the cops in the valley following San Fernando Valley. Yeah, following around werewolves and vampires and zombies. Yeah. Um, it's just such an interesting little show, and I haven't talked to a lot of people who've been. Wait, into are there it. werewolves in True Blood? Yeah. Oh. oh no! There's werewolves, werepanthers. There's a werepanther. Wow! Yeah. There's a whole werepanther community. Oh the, my goodness! The suburb of Hotshot. What would be the scientific name for a werepanther? Werus pantherus. Uh, wait, or does does lycanthrope? Does that lycanthropy? <laughs> like, yeah, I think. Is that like, only wolves, or is that any any sort of? Uh, I think specifically, it's wolves. I think. Okay. Hmm. But I'm, I I don't know. We'd have to go to the Wikipedia for that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Spate's catalog of unnameable horrors. <laughs> this is like turning in an episode of the real Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Texas Battle, man. We gotta get it on the show. So Texas Battle. Let me tell you a little bit about Texas Battle. <laughs> okay. Texas Battle is the name of one of the actors on the show. That right there, I think, is newsworthy enough as far as his name. But just, uh, we were kind of transfixed by his biography. His IMDb bio. Is is one of the most awesome things I have ever read, and and I love I love awesome reading, in the classical sense, as in I was overwhelmed by it. I love reading IMDb bios where it's super obvious the person wrote their own bio. This is what I'm talking <laughs> about. Yes, I know. It may not be the it may not be him. My theory is it's either him, mm-hmm. or like his girlfriend, yeah, who is also his publicist and possibly his manager. Wow. Oh. <laughs> and, 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 really, and also imaginary. also <laughs> imaginary. Yeah, bleep, bleep, imaginary. Um, yes, yeah, no, it's, um, yeah, it's fantastic. Dude, it is epic. Okay, here's a, here's a great thing that will, uh, that you both will appreciate. Um, or not. Or maybe you were already <laughs> referring to this, but yeah, the lycanthrope, the the humanoid shapeshifter in Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. Yes, that is um, definitely, like, specifically the Panther is in the Forgotten Realms setting in Hall of Heroes. But I, but I think, are we talking about D&D or are we talking about... But that's like, the D&D Panther. Yeah, like, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they, they also have wear bisons, wear leopards, Yes, yeah, they have wear whatever. Right, right, yeah, right. <laughs> wear rats were popular for a very long time. I would, if I could pick any animal to be a wear animal... <laughs> I'd, prob- I'd probably be a were-owl. Were-owl? Yeah. Mm. So I can look all over the place. No one could ever sneak up on me. You're more like a were-possum. A were-possum? <laughs> <laughs> I agree. It's I agree. the prehensile tail, dude. Yeah, yeah. And I hiss a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 you nested my roof occasionally. <laughs> were-owl. Ooh. This is going to be weird. A were-lamb. Really? So, so, so not just not just a not just a sheep, but a sheep under one year old. Yes, exactly. I'm a were lamb. That means my mom was a lamb and my dad was a wolf. So you know what that means? It's a wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah. Yep. A wolf in sheep's vagina, at least. But an '80s comic kind of. There you go. Um, That's what the '80s comic punchline would have Boom. been. Boom. Uh, I don't have the jacket with the big. You, Brody, wear what? Oh Jesus! Uh, wear manatee. I'm just gonna give it to you. Wear manatee. That would be well. Wear dolphin would be Ooh. smart and strong. So I'll be aware. And unable to do anything out of water. 
That's okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. Except maybe like, I'd be like scratch itself up horribly. I'd be like and dry Aquaman. out and die. <laughs> well, no, no, but it'd be it'd be a weird dolphin, so it would have legs. He wouldn't turn into just a straight up dolphin. Yeah, you do. Like, Since when you not just turn into well, because well, okay. a werewolf, in, in, a werewolf has is like has, has features arms of both, and legs. Of both yeah. a man well, and it depends. Yes, are we talking about true. because in D and D aren't there like isn't there like a like a man beasty form and then like a total on beast form? Yeah, but like a, I would say like a like like a, a wear anything I would say would have features of a person. Because then you're just shape. Oh, now you're, you're a shapeshifter. Now you're getting into free territory. Because if you're just turning into an animal, then you're a shapeshifter. That's what werewolves are. Well, yeah, but they're but they're a specific kind of shapeshifter, in, in where they're part human, I, I think and part we're, animal. I think our mythologies are getting messed up. Here. Well, I think you're wrong. I think I'm not wrong. <laughs> I've seen it both ways. How about that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Whatever. Well, <laughs> agree to disagree. I don't agree to that. <laughs> Do mm-hmm. all wear creatures get the ripped up flannel jacket? No, you're thinking were, you're thinking werehulks. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> do, 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 do. The soulful piano. He wore purple around. pants, right? The Hulk. Yeah. 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 On the but not on the show. Not the, show the TV show. No, the TV show. He wore jeans. He had jeans. Right. Yeah. No, in the comic, he wore uh, he had like special stretchy pants. So yeah. Show his his wear dick at people. Right? <laughs> <laughs> his little Hulk. Yeah. I was so so scared of that. TV show as a kid. Because yeah. Lou Ferrigno is a scary motherfucker. It was motherfucker. frightening. I would, just, I would cower under the table. I, in my opinion, there's absolutely no interpretation that could be better than the Incredible Hulk TV show of the Hulk. Yeah. Because it's so, because like to translate into movies, like I like the Edward Norton movie, but it's like, it still is ridiculous. But like with the TV show, I felt like it was still, ha- it, still it was still pretty grounded in reality. <laughs> <laughs> I was able to really buy into it. Well, it was, yeah, it was the fugitive with gamma rays. Yeah, but it's just like, it's like, okay, well, now he's a cartoon. Like, all right, now they're fighting a cartoon, great. Except for, except for, and and I think this has come up before, the ability to, the, the, like, late 70s, early 80s, apparently you needed no security clearance to get a job at high security (laughs) gamma radiation laboratories around the country. You just needed a... A, a vaguely plausible name <laughs> that's almost exactly the but same not as your Bruce. real. That's almost yeah, exactly. Couldn't but be called Bruce, Bruce on not the show. Bruce, but but almost exactly the same as your name, your actual name. So you're like, I'm David Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, sure, we'll hire you to sweep up the gamma radiation lab here at the university. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, they didn't have the internet, so <laughs> they didn't have the internet. <laughs> Barney Fife was running all their background checks because <laughs> it's TV. I assume Marty Fife is in. You got something there on your. Well, I got a beard. No, I'm... no, it's a, it was like a piece of paper or something. Okay. Okay, we're we're good. I'm glad we covered that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was just weird. <laughs> All the listeners at home were like, "When's he gonna touch that his beard? Get that thing out of we his have, beard." We, we have fight the beards today between Does Jack it? and myself. Yeah. I technically don't have a beard. Though. No, you have like the Wolverine thing going on, right? I, does he, well, kind of. No, it's like a it's like a like a, a well groomed Beauregard. Kind of. Yeah. Favorite facial hair setting. Boom. Setting. Oh. Setting. Yeah. <laughs> setting. setting. <laughs> Versailles during the reign of Louis XIV. Lord, what did you want? No, like where Louis facial hair setting on the face. Okay. Oh, yeah. facial hair configuration. Yes, configuration. I prefer it to be set on their forehead. Right. <laughs> oh, the Klingon. I like the unibrow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Glendale must be great for you then. <laughs> Boom, Armenian joke. <laughs> we are East Siders, you and I. Yes, we are. 
<laughs> Zach, are you a West Sider or East Sider? Uh, I live in North Hollywood. North so Hollywood. Four what up? What up, bro? He's <laughs> on my side of town. Yeah. Valley forever. You you live like you live like a block and a half away from a house I lived in when I was like three. Oh wow. Yeah. Did the neighborhood still talk about him? About Gene? <laughs> no, I think they're too busy uh, murdering each other outside my building. Oh, you live. No. You live. You live in what I would describe as a building built by East German contractors. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they they thought they were building a prison. <laughs> no, I think, it was, I think it was just the the, the the Berlin Wall fell. A bunch of East Germans came out here and decided to pour concrete slabs and call them an apartment complex, yeah. and then set barbed wire and broken glass on top of the walls. <laughs> And machine gun towers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, yeah, people get murdered all the time in my neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. What was the latest? Um, about a week ago, a oh, guy really? in the building across the street from us got murdered. Ugh. <laughs> now, it's horrible being murdered, I imagine. Yeah. Unless well, you deserve probably, it. Unless you're a total asshole, I suppose it deserves it. Well, it'd still be horrible for you. Sure. Yeah, I guess. But would it be even... Would it be better if you referred to them as murders? I just try not to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> and the sentiment uh, espoused by every single person living in a poor neighborhood where people get murdered all the time. It's like, eh, eh, all right, well. I just try not to think about it. It's like, oh, well, the cops got here. They, it only took them 45 minutes to get here after the gunshots. That's pretty good. <laughs> Oh, they were down the street. <laughs> yeah, they were, they finished they finished their burgers and they they came over. No, it's tacos. Really? In my neighborhood. Oh, I know there's there's well there used to be a Jack in the Box in that neighborhood. Yeah, it's it's a ways. Yeah. Great tacos though. Yeah. Tacos, pupusas. If you like the pupusas, yeah, I, I enjoy the, a good pupusa now and again. Mm-hmm. Pupusa and murder pair as well. Pupusa and murder. Yeah, there's a, a there, great cop show. Pupusa and murders. Yeah, there's a there's a place near me. They sell uh, pupusa. She murdered. Wait, they sell ten pupusas for ten dollars. Right. And it's so a I buck just, of pupusa. Just, yeah, just get a sack of pupusas and just. <laughs> that's like, like the, that's what? my day, dude. If it was called Castillo Banco, that would be awesome, huh? It was like White Castle, but but in Spanish. Yeah, I dig it. <laughs> so, <laughs> dude, I'm I'm so excited about this business opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Ten pupusas for ten bucks. We'll write a plan up. What kind of pupusas? Plain cheese pupusas? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't really like think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Murders and pupusas. Not not want to dwell on those. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's fried and it comes with red sauce. So, oh, they do the red sauce. Oh yeah. Do they sell curtido there too. The uh, I don't know. The Salvadoran uh, uh, coleslaw. Coleslaw. Yeah. Yeah, they always throw it in there, but I'm not a coleslaw guy. Yeah. yeah. Curtido's pretty good though. All I right. Like well, I wouldn't know. Chantal, favorite Mexican cuisine dish? Uh, Wait, Mexican or pan Latino? Because pupusas <clears throat> are Salvadoran, Nicaraguan, sure. Central American. Well, I'm a big fan of burritos in San Francisco in the Mission District. Yes. Just vegetarian burritos. In yes. General. I'm obsessed with Yes, Mission has yes. very good. What's up with mm-hmm. the weirdness that San Francisco has great burritos? It's the weirdest they, thing. They've, they created them there. Yeah, yeah. whatever. <laughs> they did. They did. No, everybody had a burrito. Well, but they made them special. They may have made them special, but I'm just saying it's odd that. What are your favorite places there in the mission? Um, because I have been many a time with with the wife, who is uh, also of the Bay Area. So. Oh God, now I'm trying to like I'm blanking out on everything <laughs> that I. Um, They're all magical, right? 
Yeah, they are. They're all magical. I don't yeah. want to like, name place, just... There's this place right, right near the mission. It's called Taco Bell. <laughs> Best burritos there in San Francisco. Is. There really is a Taco Bell nearby. Yeah, they're everywhere. They're, they're delicious. <laughs> I do I, like their seven layers. Their seven layers. I, I'm not I, a fan. I like the five layer. <laughs> I'm not a fan. I, uh, Seven's too many layers. I, too many, yeah. I, I actually pull, pull it back to three. Oh, you like the three layer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the I like the I like the tortilla. I like the beans. I like the cheese. Um, mm-hmm. but I eat, those are all the layers I need. Cancun is really good. Yes, yes. Cancun was the one yes. I was, I couldn't yes. think of it, but that's Cancun's near, one we always the hit. Bar, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. There's a there's a Cancun in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Is there? Same yeah, place, probably. I'm sure, it's the same people. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have yellow and red? And no, no, you're like... that's it's spelled that's one spelled C A N C O O N, right? Oh, <laughs> oh. All right, thanks, folks. <laughs> totally, totally different, right? Uh, try try the raccoon. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah. So I'm really curious to know about your first live show to an audience as Ogre Mage. How that went, where it was. Um, and why not Ogre Magi? Uh, <laughs> part of it is I, I just like Mage better. Doesn't roll I think time. Magi has a little bit of like, people that aren't familiar with it, they're, and, they're immediately going to think Jesus. They're going to think Oh Henry, I think. Oh Henry, the candy bar? Yes, the candy bar. The gift of the Magi. Oh, hey. <laughs> yeah, that's what they gave Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's, hence, hence the name. Um, oh yeah, so um, our first show, um, it was basically, uh, it was like the best possible scenario we could have had for our first show. We played at uh, for your grandmothers. Yeah, <laughs> all, all of our grandmothers. Oh, that was a lovely show. Um, no, it was at um, it was at the Silver Lake Lounge. It was at um, our friend Barbara Gray, uh, who's a really good comic. She. Uh, I know her. Yeah, she has a she has a monthly show called Space Boners, and then the the Space Boners is gonna fall on Halloween. And she was like, "What the fuck am I gonna do for Halloween? Because it's you can't you can't have a, you can't have a comedy show like sure you can. It's 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 you can uh, have a spooky comedy show. <laughs> so um, so yeah, so we were just we were getting the band together, and then yeah, so our first show we got to like do like you know we played for like an hour and. It was awesome. It was, uh, you know, I mean, we, we we were together as a band for like two months before that, so we were like practicing pretty heavy. So, um, but yeah, it was like the best possible scenario we could have had for our first show because it was cool. like packed and everybody was, everyone was in costumes, and like it was just, it was really fun. So it's very appropriate then. You're returning there for your big CD release party yep. on October first. Yeah. Is this when is this gonna? Monday. Okay. Oh, cool. Excellent. So yeah, people. Yeah. Um, yeah. See, we finished our CD. Uh, CD releases October first to limited release, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's being released by us. So. Um, yeah, there's a hundred copies. You just, of the you're CD. Not, are you burning these on your computer? Yeah, <laughs> no, uh, it's gonna be available online. But uh, okay. yeah, as far as like physical copies, there's about a there. We made a hundred, okay. and we're hand numbering all of them. So if you can come down, and get one of the first hundred uh, Ogre Mage CDs. It's I, I'm really happy with how it turned out too. Um, uh, but also, we're raffling a uh, pointy metal guitar. Yeah. So like, is this like a flying V or? No, it's a it's a BC Rich Warlock. Mm. So it's like has all kinds of points. It's very dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> it's an actual axe. Yeah. <laughs> um, not not like just hey, this is my axe. This is my actual. I can chop wood with an axe, right? <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, the you know the CD came together. We got super lucky recording it. Uh, did you turn the mics on and everything? Yeah. No, we, um, uh, our that's friend... That's not luck, that's skill, my friend. Yeah. Uh, our, our friend, uh, Brandy Posey, who's another comic, she's... We know her. Brandy's uh, been on the show? Okay, she has, yeah, yeah. She, um, she got us... 
It's hot. It's it's October, so fiend of the show. <laughs> Brandy Posey. See what I did? Because mm-hmm. it's Halloween month. Yeah, yeah, I know. I can tell from your pumpkin shirt. Yes. Except for I wear this all the time. Oh. oh. It's got a coffin on the back too. Oh really? Mm-hmm. What does what does that word mean? Tatuaje. Is that Spanish. cigars? Yeah. Spanish. I, I was like, all right, Jean's wearing a shirt I don't recognize. It's probably has to do something with cigars. Yeah, totally. Anyway, so how long did you still smoke cigars? I think I brought my entire cigar case. With me. Oh, that's awesome. You want one? Uh, they, I they they ruined me. <laughs> they ruined me. Um, yeah, they do. <laughs> I'll have one. You want one? <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, no, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll have one. <laughs> but um. Oh. <laughs> oh wow. Oh wow. So that's your traveling case. That's yeah. nice. Nice. I just I, I wanted to smoke a cigar on the way over. Now for the the viewers who can't see this, if I'll you remember the, the part in Back to the Future where this came Doc from got the plutonium <laughs> from Olivia, Gene yes. has a very similar case. <laughs> it does look like that, yeah. Are they gonna retcon? Are they gonna retcon that? Uh, uh, are they gonna retcon uh, Back to the Future um, so that the Libyans are like the the new regime in Libya, oh. not Gaddafi's Libyans? That'd be good. Well, it is. It's if they do a reboot with Zac Efron or something. I could imagine. We should talk to your development friends. Yeah, that's <laughs> and we call it Zac to the future. Yeah. Oh, that's I'm a good idea. I'm punching you with my mind right now. <laughs> oh, we can. You know what? We have someone here who can, can judge a professional, a trained professional who can judge the efficacy of my punching you with my mind. That's true. Yes, and I see that. <laughs> I, I'm gonna take a picture of my, my trailer. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, so our, our yeah, so we made an album. <laughs> wait, wait, um, wait! Whoa, we're talking about that again? Uh, so, but yeah, so I was, like I was saying, our friend Brandy, um, she had she she got us in and got us a really good deal on a studio space. So we got to we got it recorded by like a fancy engineer and like so I'm like <laughs> cool. super happy with how it turned out. I think it sounds really good. Now the band, uh. uh Chantal, you on drums, yes. and um, Zach, you do vocals, Tom yes. Becker on guitar, Monique Moreau on keyboards, Jeff Wattenhofer. Yes, Wattenhofer. 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 On bass. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what, what other sort of like ar- instrumentation have, do you have arranged on this album? Um, that's well. The album we we were for our first album, we were really trying to make it sound. We were trying to make it be like a pretty accurate representation of what we sound like live. So it's pretty much, yeah, that's pretty much, there's like, there's one song where we added in a, like an artificial uh, horn that's like a battle horn. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like Adam Ant's Stand and Deliver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, oh, thanks, Gene. Thank you. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> my, my, I think the last time I had a cigar in my mouth was... The uh, Us Right Here episode I think so. you were on, Absolutely. where I wildly just bit a giant hunk of a cigar <laughs> yes, uh, and almost threw up. Oh. Yeah, let's let's talk a little about, about Us Right Here. Let's do that. Uh, okay. the, the people who uh, were with us early on in the history of the Shaky Town Radio blog might have seen that clip um, of Gene on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, on we, the, that was like one of the season, first things the we posted on the blog. Uh, that's actually a, a Zach's show. That you uh, do with John Durno. Yeah, it's actually on hiatus right now because it's so much work. <laughs> I mean, Gene knows because he yeah. was on an episode. Yeah. Like, oh my god, it's crazy how much editing goes into wow. this show. for so little payoff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's, it's a, no, it's a good show. It's a good show. No, it's it's really fun to do, but it's just like it takes so much because basically, 
I mean, we basically interview someone for like an hour. Yeah, you overshoot a bunch. And yeah, then... and then and then and then we like cut all of that down to three minutes, and then we go back and reshoot close-ups of John and I to like connect the episode to make it make sense. Right. So it's like and that's in quotes. Yeah, it's very like space ghosty. But Gene was actually our in our season one finale. It was he was really great. That's right. That's right. Where uh, John got murdered. Yeah, he got murdered. Murdered at the end of the, <laughs> in the episode. We wanted to leave a cliffhanger for all the viewers. Make sure they came back. <laughs> April Richardson was on episode. Mm-hmm. I saw her the other day. I was in traffic. Uh-huh. She was walking with her Chelsea Lately friends back to work. Because, mm-hmm. as you may remember, I work. I like to call them the socius. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, me and the greasers over at Bridezilla's across the street. That's right. Uh, yeah, I happened to, like, I just started yelling at her from traffic. Did you? And she was, in, like, very in, confused. And incoherent. Possibly <laughs> scared. <laughs> And it wasn't until later that I messaged her, like, that was me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just I just saw her turn <laughs> just incoherent. I just picture you like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, because, you know, it's really busy there on Olympic. Right. Uh, Olympic's a street. It's a boulevard, actually, in here in Los Angeles. Um, and, and she just, like, turned, You can look it up on Google Maps. You can. And she, I just saw her turning to her friend, or, you know, her co-workers, what um, is that? Who is that? <laughs> For a second, I thought you were going to say you saw her turning into a werepanther. No. <laughs> Boom, full circle. That's my improv I'm training. To think of That's April. my classic UCB improv training. I'm trying to think if April would be a, a werepanther or another creature. Hmm. We need to have her back on the show because I think with the, this question needs to be asked. Yeah, I agree. I think we found our recurring segment. We did. What wear animal? <laughs> yeah, I That's think excellent. so. As yeah, that, it's important for podcasts to have recurring segments, <laughs> as we have learned. <laughs> We've learned and after what, like eighty something episodes. Yeah, we, we might as well have one. We might as well. <laughs> See, I, I had an idea for a, a recurring segment. Well, what's that? Uh, it's going to be called. Uh, it, God, this was, I regretted asking yeah. asking what's that immediately. It, it was inspired by the Jason Sudeikis episode of WTF with Mark Maron. Okay. And the reoccurring segment's called was, Did you knock on January Jones? Yeah. Yeah. So you just ask every guest who comes on, January Jones, huh? Was that you? And then oh, oh, I'm sorry. You find out. Saying. And then you find out, was that you? Uh, who, I, who knocked her up? Right. Uh, uh, it, it, well, it was it someone from SNL knocked January Jones Well, up? he, he uh, Sudeikis and January Jones were going out for a while. Oh, okay. Approximately contemporaneously to the time she's, she got knocked out. She's, she was a white queen in X-Men, right? Yeah, yeah. Better known to some as Emma Frost, but the white queen is a... Uh, was, I loved that movie, but man, she, I don't know. She's really, she's really pretty. She's, yeah, you can say that. She's very pretty, and her acting is not up to par. Yeah, that everything about she, that movie it, was fantastic. Ma- ma- <laughs> Mad Men. Yeah. Mad Men, great show. She is the weakest link on that show. I mean, over and above, like, child actors. <laughs> the multiple thousands child actors that they've had playing different roles on that show. Right. <laughs> yeah. They keep having to re- That's right. They keep having to replace Bobbies. Yes. Right. Well, they wear out. Yeah. <laughs> January Jones wears them out. Yeah, totally. <laughs> The greatest thing, though, on that show was January Jones, um, Betty, uh, and her relationship with Glenn, who the actor is uh, the showrunner's kid, but on the show he was, uh, yeah, he was like the na- the creepy neighbor kid. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Setting things on fire. That was yeah. a real, yeah, that is really, it was a really interesting yeah. relationship. I've, I've never seen Mad Men. It's good. It is, You'd like it. It is good. Really? You think, yeah. you know, you think you know me that well? I do. 
I don't know. It's just... I think anything to escape your your horrible East German murder hole <laughs> <laughs> that you live in is something that you would you would grasp at like a dying man grasping at mm-hmm. sticks in a river. Yeah, luckily, my dad sells swords and knives, so I'm pretty well armed when I go to my car. <laughs> they use guns in your neighborhood. Not everyone's murdered with, with like axes and meat cleavers, are they? Yeah, well, they are by me. Okay. <laughs> Murder. That's why you don't try. You try not to think about it. Yeah, I don't. I try not to think about it. And, yeah. ho- and hopefully, my mom doesn't listen to this episode because then she'll probably start freaking worrying out. that you're murdering people. <laughs> yeah. Not again. <laughs> the doctor said he was cured. Yeah, you've seen Identity. That's about me. <laughs> nice. I thought it was American Psycho. Huh? American Psycho. Oh, yeah. Now, are you talking about the film American Psycho or the Jerry Only Only Era Misfits album? I think I'm talking about both. There's a crossover, right? <laughs> there is. Um, Which that reminds me. Yes. Who are some of your favorite musicians, both of you, and, and your inspirations? As I mean, I know Queen is mm-hmm. one of them. Uh, I know Ween but, is an influence on the yeah, band. Queen oh, Ween. Yeah. Exactly. Any any Ween band. Ween. <laughs> also, Queens of the Sun Age. <laughs> I thought I figured it was. I figured what what Brody was doing was just dropping like doing B I N G O the song <laughs> <laughs> Queen. Ween, Ean, and... <laughs> that's, that's exactly uh, how uh, Danny Elfman kept re- reincarnating uh, Knights of Boingo Boingo. The Mystic Knights of Boingo Boingo. Boingo. And now it's just... Uh. Yep. Now it's just... I, I, was, I was driving somewhere, and there was a casino, and they had a, a, a sign-up for a, a tribute band, a Boingo Dead Boingo Man's tribute band. Really? I, I'm guaranteed. No. Was it Dead Man's Party? The The, the, <laughs> the tribute band. They didn't say it; just said Oingo Boingo tribute band. Because oh. I know, I know, there's a band called Dead Man's Party that plays. But they were, they were like they were playing at like a casino, and I was just sure. like, Why not? I just, I just never realized that like Oingo Boingo fans would really want to see a tribute band. Southern California, well, yeah, because for the longest time, the Halloween show was like yeah. the big show. Yeah, but this was like two months ago. <laughs> <laughs> so they're the, they're the shitty Oingo Boingo tribute yeah. band. Well, yeah, I think there's a niche for every tribute band. Yeah, so, um, yeah, other influences. I like, uh, like, Turbo Negro is one of my favorite bands. Um, they rock pretty hard. Um, yeah, I mean, Queen, Wayne. I like a lot of, like, classic, like, I like a lot of, like, 70s rock. Yeah. I like Deep Purple and, like, uh, like, like Machine Head's one of my favorite albums. What about you as a drummer? Would you say you are some of your favorite, your heroes? I like The Wedding Present. Um, I like, you know, Blonde Redhead, um, I'm really into, I don't know, broadcast, there's a lot of different, yeah, so. Cause I, I feel like drummers are one of those category musicians that aren't necessarily appreciated, um, as much as they should be. As I mean, there's people who are like Thanks. drum fanatics. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, there's people who are fanatics about it. Sure, like, yeah. I, the first thing that came to my mind was the Jason Siegel character on Freaks and Geek, and how he's obsessed with Rush, and he's obsessed <laughs> with. Yes. Um, yeah. Of course. Yeah. With, with, but um. But I mean, other than that, I just don't hear a lot of talk about about Dave Grohl. I think is is a drummer who's been appreciated, but yes. I think mainly just because of his crossing over into you know doing the Foo Fighters. Mm-hmm. How, when did you take it up? I took it up as a teenager. It was um, I lived in Santa Cruz and actually had a friend who 
was doing drum circles, and I did that for about a year, and then I taught myself how to do the, you know, play a traps. Yeah. Yeah. Santa's a great music scene in Santa Cruz. Pardon? Great music yeah. scene in Santa Cruz. it was great, yeah. It's, it's like, still. that it's surfer, skaters, and, you know. Yeah, it was a big, big hacky sack town. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think the big hacky sack mine is there, where they mine yeah. all the hacky sacks. Did you ever eat at Saturn? Of course, yeah, yeah. Saturn's a the great... The old location and the new one, too. Yeah, yeah. What, both? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all incredulous. Saturn's like this great uh, diner in... Uh, is it all vegetarian? Uh, or just partly vegetarian? I think it's... You know what? I don't know. Because I would always eat vegetarian things yeah. when I was there, so actually yeah. I don't remember, really know. Last time we were there, they spilled a bunch of ranch on my mm. friend. <laughs> oh, no. And she got it on her phone. Oh, no. It was, what? It was a mess. But ranch how, is good on everything. How does that happen? <laughs> yes, I was going to say, and how, how soon did everyone eat her? <laughs> uh, here's a question for you guys. Sure. Do you consider ranch Shoot. a dressing or a sauce? Depends on how you use it. Sure. I don't know. I think its title is a dressing, but I think it's not sure. Well, a t- sauce. yeah, I mean, okay, from a culinary standpoint, everything that you put on a food is a sauce. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so, so you can, you know, use it as a sauce. Mm-hmm. You can use it as a salad dressing. I think maybe maybe technically, I wonder if I'm I mean, how do you use it, though? I hardly ever use it. Okay. Uh, my wife, however, is... Like needs a twelve-step program for ranch dressing, <laughs> but she's a cracker-ass cracker as we've come to appreciate. Yes. Is she from the south? She's from Texas. Oh, okay, yeah. She's from Houston. Yeah. Which is the Makes most sense. southern part of. <laughs> <laughs> no, Houston is uh, is really cosmopolitan. By cosmopolitan, I mean ignorant and backward. Um, the but she does use a lot of ranch dressing. Yes. Yeah, I mean I'm too vegan, much sugar so out. I just occasionally get the vegan ranch dressing mm-hmm. from wherever, or my wife will make it. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what we use that for specifically, though. I mean, she tends to like it on everything. Punishment? Because <laughs> ranch dressing sucks. I can't imagine how much vegan no, ranch dressing. Vegan is. ranch is delicious. I didn't. Do you make it with veganaise? Um, I think that's probably part of it. Yeah, that's probably part of it. I didn't like. I didn't like ranch dressing or mayonnaise. Uh, as a omnivore, and then when I went vegan, there's I found all these new condiments and stuff that I like, the, but the vegan versions of them. So. Yeah, I can't imagine because, like I said, ranch dressing sucks in its normal form. Mm. Thumbs down. We actually, I, I had funny you should mention it. Um, we got uh, onion rings from a place down the street, and I had ranch dressing for the first time in a very long time. Um, there was like a homemade dressing, and man, it was awful. Boy, it was just were the worst thing ever. Yeah, yeah, they made me sad. And and that's the sound. Way to bring that down, Brody. <laughs> that, that's the sound of computers all over the south yeah. being turned off. <laughs> but I do have to say, the cracker ass crackers from the north that have um, fry sauce. The the uh, oh yeah, that's this is Salt something. Lake and 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 yeah, like the Pacific Northwest, at, which is mayonnaise and ketchup. Right, 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 right. So it's like it's like Thousand Island dressing without the chunks. Yeah. Fry sauce is pretty decent, I have to say. Yeah, I don't care for the I don't care for the chunks. Well, then fry sauce is for you, my friend. Oh man. No more straining your Thousand Island dressing. <laughs> <laughs> no more laborious taking that wishbone Thousand Island and pushing it through a little cheesecloth for you. Yeah, I'm gonna be able to get up at least an hour later every day now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> How horrible would it be that you hated the chunks, but you liked the flavor of the pickles that are chopped in it, so you had to make it, and then let it sit, and then strain the chunks out? You yeah. could just blend it, it would be, you know. I don't know. Yeah. It, it would whip it. If you blended it, wouldn't it? It would be yeah. frothy. It would be <laughs> oh, like a thousand island smoothie. <laughs> oh, that sounds good. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, blah, blah. So the Thousand Island dressing, was it made through like a coalition of all of representatives of every island? Well, you know what I think what it is, is I think every island had its own version. And then okay. when one they of the... came on a consensus? Well, I think when one of the islands yeah, finally, they, they held finally conquered the other islands, <laughs> that was the one that we know today. Yeah. Because like maybe you know, one of them had like, uh, like chicken feathers in it. Or, I don't know. Some different kind of pickles or peppers maybe. You say chicken feathers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That doesn't... Doesn't sound very appetizing. Yeah, that was probably one of the felt. more rocky islands yeah. that didn't have the same sort of, you know, produce and, you know, the ability to make delicious food. Mm. I'm just saying. It's traditional, man. It's traditional. Yeah, Don't yeah. mock tradition. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I, write, I should write a thesis on that for my history. I think you should. I think you should. You can find us on the internet at shakytownradio.com. You can Twitter us at at shakytownradio. You can like us on Facebook at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash shakytownradio. Send us an email at shakytownradio at gmail.com or call us on the Shakytown Radio hotline at 626-66-SHAKE. That's 667-4253. That's the same number. I'm Emmett Casey, director of Well of the Beast and new project Mirror and Missile, and you're listening to the Shakytown Radio Hour. Now, I have a question that I've, I've been meaning actually to ask... Um, I've been interested in talking with other musicians about um, there's this kind of movement now as far as showcasing your music online where it used to be primarily MySpace. Um, and I mean, putting aside just having MP3s available for download or, you know, like as you do, you have 30 second kind of samples of the songs available on Facebook, things like that. And I kind of see things moving now towards uh, people seem to really like posting on SoundCloud. Yeah, which that's, I, that's, yes. what, that's what ours is on. Right. So just for those, uh, for me and for those listeners who are musicians and who are interested in that kind of thing, um, what do you see as far as the differences now in the options available for musicians showcasing their stuff online? Mm-hmm. And why is SoundCloud? Like, what's so great about that? And I think that Insane Clown Posse should start their own music sharing service called Sound Clown. Let's get Shaggy Too Dope and Violent J on the horn. Pitch that. The clown, the nose sound, horn? Sound, yes. Yeah. Yes. You squeeze their red nose. <laughs> what else could it possibly yeah. mean, yeah. Brody? Yeah. I almost, I, I was worried I was going to forget that joke. <laughs> I I almost wrote it down in my iPad. Okay. <laughs> I had to get it out. I had to get it out. It was bubbling out of me. So, sorry. Pre continue with the actual question. Uh, MySpace just kind of sucks. I mean, well, just, welcome just, to welcome to like 2003, dude. Well, I, well, like, well, the thing about MySpace, it's like, it's just, it's really buggy. So, like, it doesn't work half the time. And now the way they have it set up is you click on a song, and then it opens a separate window that makes your computer freeze. Right. So, it's like... Yeah. I, I, SoundCloud's just really easy. Like, you, you know, you, like, go to the webpage... It's just like right there. You can embed it super. That's the thing about SoundCloud. It's really easy to embed anywhere. Mm-hmm. And that's that. And like for our webpage, for example, I'm not a web designer, so I don't know how like our webpage. Like if you've seen our webpage, it's pretty <laughs> basic. Like 
It's like text and some pictures. <laughs> so it's uh, www.geocities.com slash ogremage. Yeah. No, it's uh, ogre, uh, ogremageband.com. Um, but, so, but like sound, but you know, it's like, it's really easy. You know, I just, I just copied the embed link, put, you know, put it on the thing. Now it's there. I don't have to worry about it. Whereas MySpace, it's like, you, it's like you have to jump through hoops. To, but does SoundCloud have uh, the ability to post uh, animated GIFs of sparkly unicorns? I don't think so. Ah, uh, boo. I've downloaded them. I'm MySpace all the way. <laughs> I want I want animated GIFs of kittens playing with uh, embedded music in them mm-hmm. and post those to, to the comments page of your band. That's what I want. Okay. All right. <laughs> is, is, have you, uh, is your music available on iTunes? Have you approached them at all as far as caring? Not yet. We're, we're looking at uh, using TuneCore. Have you ever heard of TuneCore? No, Core? no, no. Tell me um, about The thing about like iTunes and a lot of those, com- like, that you have to pay like a, a percentage. And if you're an, and if you're like a band like us, where like, you know, we don't have, you know, we don't have a huge following, like, especially like outside of Los Angeles, especially, we mm-hmm. don't. Um, so that'll change with this show. Yeah. Um, but the, the thing about uh, iTunes is the more you sell, like, they get a percentage of everything. But if you're not selling a ton, they get a way higher percentage. Mm, okay. So if we wanted to sell it through iTunes, it would, like, we would have to make the cost of the album a lot more. You know what I mean? Right. right. To be able to, like, still make something off of it. Sure. Whereas, like, there's this one uh, where TuneCore, um, uh, the cool thing about TuneCore is you pay, it's like $50 for an album. Um and they, uh, uh, they, they don't take a dime off of the top. Okay. So like any, so you just pay them up front, and then, but then TuneCore can actually they have deals with iTunes and Amazon and Spotify and all those that you can right. go through TuneCore, and they're kind of like a music broker. Mm-hmm. And that they they you know they have like you know if I was trying to go to iTunes, I don't have any pool, but then I go through TuneCore, and they have you know thousands you know thousand I don't know how many people they have, but. You know, they have thousands of albums that yeah. they're so by doing that they're able to get a better deal sure so very cool and, w- and what do you think of Spotify and, and have, have you all mm-hmm. signed up for that yet or yes I haven't so but okay. you know what it is Spotify it's yeah it's streaming music I think you know what I think I actually tried when they had that first beta and mm-hmm. I was having problems with it and right. just, I, I just I barely have time to do things like sure eat and defecate right and watch my daughter do the same right so yeah I'm gonna actually hold for this plane what if it just circles the building somebody murdered murdered (laughs) (laughs) probably you were with us so probably not okay it's gone um so yeah, Spotify is a service. It did, you know, you can get a lot of music on there. It's streaming. Did you did you get paid off by Spotify? No, no, no. I'm just when I was looking, you're not telling me about this deal that you made with Spotify. <laughs> who don't have it yet? Because you're all you're all like uh, fringe, burn noticey style product placement. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm using my Apple iPad to look up Twitter <laughs> on my Twitter account to see what's going on here. Maybe I'll check out the latest MovieTickets.com information. <laughs> That is just really getting annoying. Pardon me. Pardon me for just completely derailing this. All right. The product placement thing in, in TV shows is killing me. It's sure, absolutely it killing me. There's at least three shows that I will pause half a dozen times to go, let me use my built-in navigation system in my Toyota to <laughs> look right, up right. the location of that Citibank branch down the street. Right. <laughs> oh, anyway, sorry. That's all good. Um... <laughs> 
I, I'm just curious, you know, as your perspective as musician, musicians, um, what you think of music being available that way, if, if it's preferable to have it streaming, um, if, if, if it's less of a threat to people purchasing downloads that way. Um, I, I know, I know we're going to hold off on getting on Spotify immediately because I like, I don't know about, I don't know about you, but I know the way I use Spotify is to listen to, uh, like, like bad pop music that I can't justify paying for. Right. That's yeah. basically exclusively what I use Spotify for. It's like, right. like, all right, I'll listen to Rihanna. And, whoa, 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 whoa. You, you're, you're, you're not willing to put money in Rihanna's pocket? Uh, she's doing all right. But I am because I'm, kind using, of but, but I'm using, but using Spotify, she's getting paid. I guess. But, but the thing is like for an independent artist like us, it's like Spotify, it's, I don't know. It doesn't make sense right now for us. I agree. What is is there? What is, is there a process like by which you, where musicians have to get on Spotify? I I thought it drew from people's. I thought it was kind of like Napster where, or LimeWire where it drew from people's collections. Mm, no, 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 they no, actually no. Okay. No, no, it's uh, like I said, TuneCore they broker through to Spotify too. Right, right, right. So yeah, it's like companies. Like you go through Spotify, so artists are actually getting paid if they're on Spotify mm-hmm. and getting listened to. Yeah, you can have a monthly. So it's like radio. Yeah, yeah, that's great. So that's actually does seem like a good deal. Yeah, it's you know it's ad supported, so. Right, right, right. Oh yeah. <laughs> now, I, now I haven't looked into it, so I don't know how much they get, and I feel like, especially for an independent artist, it's not very much, mm-hmm. if anything. Yeah, I think there's like a monthly that you can pay and actually have it on your phone, so you can have it in your car, have mm-hmm. anything. Oh. So right, they do that. Netflixy, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. Which that whole thing is is changing now too. In some regards, they've kind of suffered some hits because they've been trying to change their service around, where they're separating the mail delivery from their streaming. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, they and they gave it some horrible name, Quickster or some yeah, bullshit they, like that. Yeah, yeah, they, they yeah, jacked the yeah. price up, and I was like, all right. I was like, I, I'll, I'll, I'll still keep paying the higher price because I still want to keep DV, getting DVDs. Right. But then they split it the company, and I was like, I'm not paying two bills. Yeah. yeah. So now I'm just. Oh, like, so they I'm, split it completely. Wow, I didn't. Know yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, because I've never gotten the DVDs from them. I yeah, yeah. Sure. No, it's they're now. It, it's going to be two completely separate companies. One oh. does DVD by mail. One does DVD. Yeah. Streaming. One has. Yeah. Oh, streaming. One has the awful. Well, my my sister in law worked at a company that had a really, really good name for what they did. It was a distance education company. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I probably shouldn't say the name. I don't think, even think they're around anymore, but it doesn't matter. So they had an awesome name. Like, like if you had a distance education you know, company mm-hmm. and you called it like you know, College Online, it's like, boom, that sounds like something you would get, like, you know, distance learning from. Right. But they changed it to like something like Kwanzaa. Or something right. like that. I'm like, what? <laughs> Why would you do that? Why did I pick Kwanzaa? I don't know. Because <laughs> deep down inside, I think Kwanzaa's dumb. That's why. But but it's, it is. It's kind of dumb. It's but not any dumber than anything else. It's new and it's dumb. It's, it's, it's dumb new. because it's new. It's exactly right. <laughs> it doesn't have the weight of Once it's been around here for a thousand years, exactly. then I'll start Boom. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm thinking. No, um, but yeah, no, but it was literally something like that. But this is the same thing because now it's, it's Netflix and like Quickster. Yep, yep. It's ridiculous. Mm. Yeah, that's that, that's what got me to... Cool. I, I'm still doing the streaming, but I was going to still keep getting DVDs, but it's like, I don't want to pay two bills. Like, that's yeah, just stupid. Yeah. silly. That's bullshit. So then they sent me... Like some- Kwanzaa! <laughs> <laughs> I, I just hate non-Kwanzaa. 
So then they sent me an angry email threatening to charge me 20 because I still had three movies mm-hmm. you know, at home. And they sent me this email being like, if you don't, send, if we don't receive those within five days, you'll be charged like 15 bucks a movie. Yep. It's yes, like, please. man, fuck you guys. Like, I've been paying your service for like four years or more. No, yeah, five years. It's like, really, you're going to send me this harassing email now? Like, <laughs> of course. I don't know. That sounds like they suck. Well, Ed, they and their stocks have plummeted. And, mm-hmm. Good. Good for them. Their earth stock value or whatever, you know. I really didn't have a problem with them increasing the price because I was like, I mean, for what you get, like, it was a pretty good deal. Well, I'm really glad we didn't because we were kind of, when because we've got the streaming version and mm-hmm. uh, my wife was telling me about how you know we should get the because we were always looking for things. It's like oh DVD only and yeah, mm-hmm. um, I almost bit, but I'm really glad I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Archer's streaming on Netflix, so that's all I need. Yeah, just need to watch season one of Archer over and over again. Archer on <laughs> FX. <laughs> we really need to let's, were you let's, watching that on your uh, Toshiba television I was watching it on my <laughs> Toshiba television yeah, exactly uh, uh, it works but it looks best in HD on my Toshiba television <laughs> I I you know sometimes Shaky Town Radio is produced by on blue microphones that is true that's technically Ooh. true yeah yep <laughs> and we get no money for that not yet that's right um so Zach you are also a stand-up comic and you have a yep. show that yep. uh, also uh, that you do every month and then uh, the next one is coming up also this week yeah thursday the 29th thursday of September. 29th. it's a it's a show it's the last uh, thursday of every month it's called it's at a bar in echo park called 1642 it's like a little like wine and beer bar it's like you know it's like candle lit they play jazz music it's really cool it's really sounds like cool. a great place for a comedy show yeah yeah no it is it is great no it's a really good atmosphere no i just um uh, but yeah, you described it not. Yeah, no, no, it's really fun. Um, but yeah, it's just you know, it's a monthly show. It's just stand up comedy. Like you're gonna have like Mort Saul up there reading newspaper or something. Yeah, like you know, a wine and beer bar. Mm-hmm. There's also a cat that's really nice. Yeah, is there a, a cat? Yeah, they have yeah. a bar cat that kind of hangs out and lets people pet it. Fuck that place. Are you, are you uh, not? A, you hate cats, Gene? Well, we had well, the uh, uh, there's a cat neighborhood cat that came into our yard last night and it was like all looking for pets mm-hmm. and then the minute my daughter like tried to pet it it like bit her oh. and then it bit me oh. and so I'm down on cats right now yeah. well you know what that means Fuck that you cats. and your daughter are going to turn into were cats yeah. <laughs> were tabbies yeah it was more like a black and white cat okay mm. so fuck that cat and fuck cats in general just in general down on cats right now you're kind of looking like a cat right now no. Well, did, he, did you just say meow? I did. I said, <laughs> That's I did what say meow. Yeah. Mike's picked up. So, who do you have on this next uh, show? Uh, the next show has um, uh, Raj Desai. Uh, I know him. Yeah, he's great. Uh, Matt Knudsen, uh, Pete Holmes, uh, Faye Canale. She's a recent transplant from Chicago. Don't know her. Uh, she's funny. Um, I hope so on a comedy show. Yeah, would really suck. It was just fucking dead air for like fifteen minutes of a set. Yeah, uh, Brooks Whelan. He's another transplant from Chicago, and uh, Brandy Posey. I hope I'm not forgetting anybody. Oh, we're also gonna have a drop in from somebody. <laughs> a special drop in. Mm-hmm. Anybody I know? Probably. Yeah, it's somebody you know. <laughs> okay, but they they're just not on the lineup. But they're supposed to drop in. So very cool. <laughs> so show up and find out who. Yeah. So it's it. Uh, oh, also uh, Caleb Hotchkiss is on the lineup. Okay. Which is um, Mike Burns's uh, like drunk 
dumb guy character. <laughs> How does this differ from Mike Burns in general? It's, <laughs> it's actually like, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's he's drunk and belligerent instead of belligerent and drunk. Yeah, he's, so he's actually he's actually even more belligerent. And drunk. Oh, that, might that be, is not possible. That might be worth the price of admission alone. He does like a he does like a like a really thick like Southie Chicago accent. Wow. It's nice. Uh, yeah, it's it's fun. He has he has visual aids. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. It's visual HIV, or is yeah. it full blown visual AIDS? Yeah, vis- yeah visual AIDS. <laughs> I think that's how I'm going to describe Carrot Top from now on. <laughs> that is how I will describe Carrot Top. Gosh, I'm like a, I'm a funny comic. Like, how much is that show? It's free. Absolutely free. Yeah, yeah, it's free. It's really fun. You know, the price is. It's October, so the price is your soul. And the show never, and the show doesn't run crazy long. I thought you were going to say the show never ends. <laughs> yeah, it never ends. Um, yeah, but you know, because that's one thing that drives me crazy about comedy shows in Los Angeles is they just, you know, it's like, oh, it's a, you know, by hour like three, it's like, all right, well, this is really going to keep going. Like, I think, yeah, I, I'm. So yeah, you know, we we get in, we get the funny, we get out in about an hour and a half. So that's. Yeah, see, I don't. I, I, I guess aside from the like the marathon shows that you know, like the UCB shows that they would do, mm-hmm. um, I, I guess because I've been on so many shows too, it's like they seem to go by fast to me, you know. Okay. But but, twelve shiny nickels seemed to go forever because it was so late and I yeah, was so yeah. tired all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, now, was, now it's at eight thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which means it's even harder for me to get out actually. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> But it seemed like, I mean, there were a couple of Nickel shows where I was like... Falling asleep. Fa- yeah, mm. totally falling asleep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was shitty on my part. <laughs> and on the comics part for not entertaining me more. Mm-hmm. Might have even been Mike Burns. In or out of character. Huh? Nothing. Might have been Mike Burns not entertaining me. Oh, right. I said in or out of character. And I, I pointed see. at you for some reason. Like yeah. it was your fault. Everything's my fault. Too. Pretty much. I don't like to think about it. Mm. I try not to think about it. I don't like to either. Mm. All right. Chantal, what do you uh, have in the mix as far as future projects and endeavors? and On the wheels of steel? <laughs> um, well, let's see. I, um, I've been teaching classes on <laughs> Berkeley Psychic Institute uh, online. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, you know, teaching kindergarten and <laughs> been looking into trying to take some classes. Improv someday, someday. Do you see me? Do you see me? Yeah, I want to do that. But uh, but yeah, I'm not you know I'm not on the comedy end of things. I'm not doing stand up or anything like that. Yeah, take no. UCB. You know what? I I, yeah. I I I highly recommend improv classes, and and uh, I think UCB has a good grounding. It's a good middle ground between um, the different styles of the other schools that are around, mm-hmm. um, and it really helps everything. It's really it's great for writing. It's great for your general creativity. That's fun. I, and it's really fun yeah, too. Yeah. On it's top really of fun. all that, it's really yeah. fun. But it's like I I feel like I have my better. This is totally skeezy, but I feel like I'm a better person since I've taken. Improv. Oh, that's nice. You know, I just I you know it teaches you to listen and it mm-hmm. teaches you to you know actually pay attention to what people are doing. Did you go through all through four hundred one and everything? What uh, did I do four? Was uh, maybe <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah. I, I went through at least three. Yeah, I, I fin- probably did four. I finished through four. I'm trying to remember how many shows. I'm trying to remember how many shows I did. Yeah, I, I finished. Um, I finished through four hundred one, and then everyone, like every like all the people in my class, were like, "You got to join our various practice right. groups." And it's like, 
uh, yeah, I have things going on, so yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> well, I do. I mean, I, I every now and again, I, I think I gotta. Um, um, Not that I don't want to. I'm just. You know. Yeah. Well, there's a bunch of folks that I know who are still doing it, and um, yeah, yeah. I, I would do it. I just again, it's hard enough to like block out this. Well, and it's like it's a, a it's a thing. Like you can't half-ass it like oh yes you can well you can but (laughs) oh i disagree with you but i don't well i don't (laughs) i've seen it half-assed i don't i don't half-ass stuff so i half-assed it okay well for me to do it i feel like i would have to whole ass it yeah i would at least uh, which is why i don't which is why i don't do it because i know i don't have time to whole ass it right 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 yeah (laughs) there you go all right Well, so let's tell the people where everywhere they can find you. Uh, Chantal, let's start with you. Your Twitter is at, I don't know how to pronounce this I think word. It, you know, it's L-A-M-I-E-Y, so Lamy. Lamy. <laughs> um, yeah, and um, um, I'm also on Facebook. Where's your Twitter name come from? Oh, I actually want it to, to be Lamy. Okay. Because you're aware of it. Yeah, exactly. Lammy, <laughs> and I, yeah, I was into lambs as a kid. So, yeah, Lammy was kind of taken, so I took Lammy, which was, you okay. know. <laughs> I thought it was silly. Now, Zach, you're <laughs> off Twitter, but yeah. if people want to read your old tweets, they're at Zach Lunch. I think, yeah. see, we need to talk about this, Steve. <laughs> we need to talk about this on the air. Okay. I, I, so, so why? Why are you, you're, you're taking a Twitter break. Yeah, I'm taking, I, I'm Are I'm, you breaking I'm up not, with Twitter? Is I'm that not saying I'm never going to go back to it, but I just, Are you on Twitter over? It's been about, a, it's been about a week. Did Twitter cheat on you? Yeah. Ooh. No, I just kind of, I was just like, <laughs> like I said about how, like, thing I just said about why I don't do improvs because, and I, I felt like I was just like caring too much about Twitter, and I was like, all right, this is not productive. I need to do. I need to spend time. But see, I think there's two. Something. I think there's two different things here. If you're spending too much time on Twitter, that's one thing. But I think if you're investing that much time in Twitter, you're doing it wrong, dude. I well, but that's the thing wrong. is, I can't not inv- like I I I, I have something. Yes, whole. Yeah, I have something wrong with me where if I start doing something, I do it as like as hard as I can. Yeah, but but it's not hard. I know. This is why here's I stopped doing it. Because I was making here's what you hard. Here's what you did. Here's what you did. Don't okay. quit doing it. Uh-huh. Just don't. Like, like when I get busy, I, I probably tweeted like 10 times this week. But when I'm not busy, I forget to tweet a thousand times. But but if you have something to say, say it. And don't worry about it otherwise. Don't don't force it. Can't do that. Can't oh do my that god, too. are you serious? No, I Let can't. I can't. I invest I, I invest That's too it. much into stuff. That's third chakra. It's a lot of effort, third chakra. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the band is also on yes, Twitter. Yes, the band's at, on Twitter. At, yes. at Ogre Mage and at Evil Ogre Mage. Yes, Evil Ogre Mage is the evil version of Ogre Mage. Right, with the, <laughs> the goatee. Yeah. And horns. Yeah, the horns. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that was just something we were joking, because... Uh, we, yeah, it was just kind of something we were joking about. And then there were some of our friends that are comics were going to, like, maybe try to get together and make and like make an evil ogre mage that we yeah. could vanquish at a show. But just everyone's flaky. So then you, and plus, happened. then you just get into the guar territory. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, I was thinking Man or Astro Man, because they had oh, the, yeah. the clones, yeah. you know. Yeah. I'm old Man school, Astro dude. <laughs> Sorry. So, yeah, you can, um, you can find Ogre Mage at ogremageband.com or... We're on Facebook. That's what about we, .net? That's really Did you buy .net? No, nah, I didn't bother. Didn't I always do. Really? Why? Just in case. Just in case it makes a comeback. People, there's get get tired of the .com. <laughs> well, you know, people might be people might be thinking Ogre Mage, 
Is that a, is that a nonprofit organization? <laughs> I'll type in ogremajapan.org. <laughs> yeah. Ogremajapan.edu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we do have a teacher on the band, so. Yes. Well, there you go. Yeah. yeah. See? Yeah. Boom. I think you can get it. And Tom, you. Tom teaches guitar sure. lessons. So. That's true. Yeah. There you go. T- see, Tom, uh, unlike Texas sure. Battle, Tom is a true Renaissance man. Yeah. Or polymath. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As I like to say. So, um, yeah. So you can find, yeah, find more. I encourage the listeners to uh, check it out. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We come all this way and then you're like, man, maybe if you like it, you might find something that interests you here. Perhaps. And if you're in the Los Angeles area, I'm gonna. You know what? I'm going to order the listeners to check it out. Okay. Yes. If you're in the LA area this weekend, Saturday, October first. Uh, so you have the show at the, the. This is the EP release show at the Silver mm-hmm. Lake Lounge. Um, EP stands for what now? EP stands for extended penis. Play. Yes. <laughs> no. 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 It's uh, and you have Grant Party hosting. Yeah, Grant's hosting. Um, uh, DJ Denver Smith is going to be. Why doesn't he change his name to Party? Grant Party, he should. Like Louis C.K. did. Um. So yeah. So Grant's hosting. (laughs) Uh, uh, DJ Denver Smith is going to play music, play uh, some tunes before and after, and um, uh, yeah, the Weekend Pilots are on the show. They're a really good comedy band. Uh, Highly uh, encourage. The listeners to check them out, uh, and also uh, Jerry. Rocha, oh my God, uh, Jerry Roach is going to be on the show too. He's, he's this like is great. Not so much the not so much the plugs portion of the show as the damning it with faint praise portion yeah. of the show. Yeah, it's okay. So, well, it's one Jerry of those where it's it's we're we're so good that I feel like I don't need to oversell it. Whoa. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Silver Lake Lounge is at twenty nine oh six West Sunset. The yes. doors doors are at six. Uh, well, no, the, the 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 place opens at three. So if, PM or AM. Uh, uh, but there's, you know, there's a happy hour. I think the happy hour goes till seven, maybe eight. I'm not sure. Okay. So, you know, people want to get there early and drink. Get good and drunk for the show. But, um, Denver Smith is going to start DJing right at six. And then you, what time you go on? So people Um, can drink and then leave when Denver's DJing and then come back. Um, I assume people are going to want to leave. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know, just depends on how the show goes. We're, we'll probably we'll probably start playing like Why am I giving, 7.30 or so. Something like why that. am I giving Denver any shit? Because he's like the nicest guy in the world. Yeah, Denver's just, he's, a, he's, a, he's a sweetie pie. Yes. I would, that's exactly how I would describe him. He's like a tiny sweet pie. You have some other shows in month of October? Yeah, yeah, 20th. We have, yeah, we have um, four shows uh, in October. Actually, it's it's just so happened that uh, we're playing at Silver Lake Clowns three times in October, which is nice. kind of weird. You know why? Why? It's Rocktober. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Boom. Um, but yeah, they uh, they like us there a lot. But um, uh, yeah, we're playing uh, on the 19th. We're doing a show actually with the Weekend Pilots. That's downtown. I don't think we have all the details on that yet, but it'll be on the website. And then the 20th, we're playing at Silver Lake Lounge again with... Um, uh, there's this organization called The Fold. They're mm-hmm. kind of like cool people that yeah. book shows. So they, they, they book shows at Silver Lake Lounge. So they have, they're having us. And then... Uh, the 29th is Space Boners Halloween, which is going to kind of be the one-year anniversary for us. Very cool. Very cool. I'm, I'm going to tweet that carrot top joke because I can't wait. All right. <laughs> you, know what's, you know the saddest thing about me quitting Twitter is I've still been, like, checking it to read it. 
<laughs> because I can't quit. I you just no, that's not. I can't let go. You just gave up, dude. I know. I just like I can't. I can't let go. Like I, I'm mentally ill. <laughs> I just did it. Boom! I sent it. All right. It's on. It's it's wending its way through the internet. So everybody go check that out. And uh, as always, <laughs> <laughs> really, as always, you can go to shakytownradio.com. Net in a word. And you can click all the links that we just uh, gave to you now. They're and not. They're not different on the com on the net in a word from the dot com. No, they're all there. <laughs> and uh, we should do that. Oh, secret page, secret page. We have we have a secret page. Do you? What's with the address of that? Uh, <laughs> not much of a secret. You have to be a super me. fan. Am I not a super fan? I'm not a super fan. Have you seen us live, Gene? No, I haven't. Well, then, Dude, what have I seen live? A handful of Paul F. Tompkins shows. You know, our our music is completely appropriate for all audiences. I understand, but not for a two year old whose no. time is at at not, seven o'clock. At not, night. not for a two year old whose uh, eardrums are still developing. <laughs> right. Yes. Not for a two year old who who curled up into a fetal ball at, on multiple rides at Disneyland because they were too loud for. Yeah. Wow. At Disneyland. Wow. Yeah. Because those rides are freaking loud. Well, hopefully her new powers as a wear tabby will help. <laughs> uh, don't even joke about that. I don't like to think about that either. I'm trying not to think about it. Do you like to think about that? Uh, wear animals? Yes. Yeah, all the time. Me too. And and powers of the eardrums that... Uh, so what's what if to you had to recommend an Overmage song to get into the band, mm-hmm. what's your recommendation? Um... Really, the best way to get into it, I would say go to um, go to our ogremageband.com, and we have uh, our SoundCloud. It has a 30-second clip from yeah. each of the... Uh, no, I'm, I'm, no I, I know they, uh-huh. you have that, but okay. if okay. someone wants to get into it, what's your recommendation? Um, what like my sums favorite, up... My favorite, either your favorite or what sums up the... Uh, one of my favorites is probably Requiem for the Wizard. That's our most epic song. That's the yeah. longest one. Okay. It's just, you know, it's it basically, because every one of our songs is a self-contained adventure. Like, that's gotcha. what we try and do. So that song, it's about, like, it's about this little kid, and his whole village gets destroyed by this wizard, and then he becomes a, and then he gets picked up as, like, he becomes, like, a slave in a mine. So Conan. It's similar, yeah. <laughs> so pretty much Conan. Exactly yeah. Conan. Similar to Conan. Yeah, almost <laughs> exactly Conan. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's pretty, pretty a little much, different. Pretty much Conan. All right. Yeah, I'm a big. I like Conan. Who doesn't? <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm, I'm, but it's like unsolved mysteries. Like the the names have been changed to protect the innocent. So he's like Bonet. Yeah. <laughs> the Carbarian mm-hmm. from Carbaria in yeah. the frozen south. Yeah, if not, I would say it's more. He trod like, the thrones of Earth in his sandaled feet. <laughs> <laughs> so um, but yeah, right, yeah, Reckoning for the Wizard, I think, is a really good intro. See what we're all about. Very cool. And drums? What's the best drumming song? I actually really like that song too. Oh, see. Well, see, no, it's true. It's, it's I, a cool song. Lady of the Land is also very popular. Yeah. I really like that song. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Automaton is also a pretty popular one. Is it about an automaton? Yeah, it's about, a, it's like a love triangle story. Uh-huh. And it's about this uh, guy, and he's in love with this girl, mm-hmm. but she's in love with a clockwork automaton built by gnomes. Mm. So like Conan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, exactly like Conan. <laughs> And I'm talking about Conan O'Brien, a clockwork yes. automaton built by I'm gnomes. I'm not familiar with him. Yeah. He's a clockwork automaton built by gnomes. Yeah. Uh, he's, the, he's that guy on cable, right? Yeah, I think he is on basic cable. Okay, yeah. No, you're thinking George Lopez. Oh, oh. yeah, he's good. He's funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I couldn't say that. Ogre Mage.
Thank Zach you. Ames, Chantel Patterson. And 7,000 other people who are not here. Mm-hmm. Tom, including Tom Becker, one of my favorite people. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. I would say I would go so far as to say he's a great guy. But you know what? These two are my favorite because they came. They're here. Thank Tom's you. working. Tom, great. I understand. Tom. That's fine. But Some I'm saying I enjoyed these two people and their company. Absolutely. Today. Thank you. I always enjoy you so your company, Zach. I'm pleased to have met you. And um, we are uh, until next time. Whenever that is. <laughs> Whenever that is. Uh, I'm Gene George. I'm Bernie Foster Hubbard. I'm Zach Ames. I'm Chantel Patterson. Requiem for the wizard! <laughs> Is that how it goes? That's totally how it goes, right? But have you ever noticed he doesn't seem to blink? I'm starting to think He's not a man You're falling in love with an automaton Forged by nuns In the deepest part of the mountain To protect them You have a choice